Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello everybody and welcome to the Slacker Podcast. Season 2 is just finishing up now. We've got three episodes left of Season 2. If you've been following the Slacker Podcast, um, you probably noticed that we started Season 2 at the very beginning of the year and sort of weirdly enough, uh, around about May time, uh, we took a, a massive break. Simply due to the fact that I had a book uh, that, that came out in May. If you listen to the other podcasts as well, you will have heard me go on and on and on and on and on and on and on about the Slacker's Guide to the Music Industry. Listen, I'm not going to go on about it too much. All I'm going to say is, if you play music, if you have a friend that plays music and you're releasing music, this is the book that you need as your little guide, as your little companion. Um, There'll be a link somewhere below this um, if you want to get a copy of it as well. Um, So yeah, I'm really excited to get the the podcast back and going. Um, I've got season two all wrapped up and I'm already uh, planning season three and I've got some incredible guests um, already booked in for season three. But listen, let's not wish the day away. We have got our very, very first uh, podcast right now, which I will tell you a little bit about just after I remind you that uh, BBC Introducing Live is coming to London at the very, very beginning of November. And I will be putting um, uh, details of what that is and what it's all about below. Basically, it's got all the advice that you need over three days and yeah, all of the key speakers that you need to hear from. And they'll be talking about all of the nuts and bolts about the music industry, about festivals, about pretty much everything. It's kind of the same sort of thing as my book, but um, multiplied by a bajillion people. And uh, yeah, in, in London. So you can get tickets uh, to BBC Introducing Life if you're interested in that um, on the link below. Today's podcast is with Serge Pizzorno. Am I saying that right? Serge Pizzorno uh, from Kasabian. I really hope I'm not saying that right. 
people will let me know. <laughs> I definitely know that people will let me know on Twitter if I'm not. Um, so Serge from Kasabian um, popped by, um, and it was one of the last recordings I did um, at uh, Soho Radio. I, like since then, I've got like this uh, Rode uh, piece of equipment. It's like a Rode Procaster. It's like a little portable studio and some posh mics and stuff. So I'm really really excited about testing that out. Um, but anyway, needless to say, I'm nerding out on that. But Serge from Kasabian. I had posters of Kasabian um, on my wall at my uh, university when I was just starting out. I absolutely adored Kasabian and especially around that time as well. I think I was quite into like, you know, the, the typical thing that boys are into like when they're teenagers, like Stone Roses and Oasis and all the rest of it, Primal Scream. Um, they kind of didn't feel like our generation had their own. We kind of felt like we were looking back to the 90s or looking back to the 80s. Um, and with Kasabian, we were like, right, okay, taking this one on board as my own. And, you know, they've sort of changed up their style from album to album. And, yeah, they've just gone on to be a bit of an institution when it comes to rock and roll music in um, in the UK. So we didn't sit, sit down with the whole of Kasabian. We sat down with Serge, simply because Serge is just an absolute legend. And he also has um, his own project called the SLF. Um, which is coming out in uh, well, which should be out actually by now, or if if not, the then this Friday, um, the the album, and it, he's got some incredible uh, collabs on there with Little Sims and uh, Slow Tie, and it, yeah, it kind of imagine like Damon Albarn, right? Imagine Blur to Damon Albarn to what Gorillaz is to Damon Albarn. I feel like the SLF is what Gorillaz is. And Kasabian is what Blur is. Does that make any sense? It probably doesn't. It's it's very early on a Sunday morning. And I'm like, by two gulps through my first cup of tea. Um, but we're going to get into it right now. It's really good to have everybody back. Um, I'm very excited about bringing the Slack of Podcast back for a couple of episodes. And then taking another break. And then really, really getting into the nitty gritty of Series 3. Guys, thank you so much for uh, listening to this podcast and remember to like it and review it. Do, do people still say that? It feels like it's been months since I've said that. Uh, like, review if you do, and if you don't, then fine. Um, here we go. The Slacker Podcast with Serge from Kasabian in three, two, one. You can tell a lot about a man when you go to make a cup of tea for him. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, well, oh okay. There's like some psychology behind it all. Well, yeah. Like uh, you can tell a lot about a person when they make a cup of tea for you. Yeah. And you can go, oh, it's very weak. There's a lot of, like, oh, there's a lot of milk in that or something. So I, I made you a cup of tea before before you started. And I, I was like, I wonder, does he like take any fancy milk? Does he like take almond milk or oat milk or any of the rest of it? I was really happy. <laughs> but, oh, my God. A lot of friends have turned vegan recently. <laughs> Yeah, man, and um, I and I was you were just like normal milk. And yeah. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. There's there's yeah. still a couple of us. I grew up on a dairy farm, you see. So oh, like, man, I, yeah. I, nice. I see I see like vegans like slapping my relatives in the face. Of course, every, yeah. Every time they open up a can of uh, it's a good tea, it's a good brew. <laughs> It'll do. It's not bad. Let me just go. It's a good more time. Yeah. No, it's good. It's a, a solid. It's br- yeah. It's solid. Good. I'd probably go if you you know, it may be a little stronger. But that for 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 you know for first time meeting you mate it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> if it was like a first date, like yeah, I'd, I'd go. Yeah, I'd like get a second one, but definitely like, we're over. There'd the be first no drinks after the first hurdle. <laughs> we passed the first hurdle. How how you doing? How's things? 
Yeah, great. Really good. Really, yeah. really good. Yeah. You've got like a, I've, I'm I'm really admiring the, the new haircut. You've got yeah. like you've got like leopard print around the side of your head. I have like absolutely no idea even how you would go about. Do you know what? It's, um, my wife did it. She's not a hairdresser or, or it. Uh, she's just she's really good at stuff. And uh, we went. We watched a YouTube video. And she was like, "Yeah, I think I can do that." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, let's go." So I just, you know, got the got the peroxide and a paintbrush, and then she just did it. And then in an hour, an hour, it's, it's, and it's really good job. Like I, I'm, everyone's like, "Wow, yeah, she's quite it's really She's really nailed it." She needs to open up. Like I know, a, man, she's too she good. She needs to open up a place. Like, what is it? You, you're Leicester at the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the kids are Leicester, but like, running around looking like hyenas and, <laughs> and, and tigers and stuff like that. I might go zebra next. I might do it. Did you get your? Did you have your hair bleached as a kid? Did yeah, you, did, I did that. When, when was it? Ninety uh, five. You know that time where like a lot of you know it was kind of a thing. Yeah, five. Uh, like for me, a few it was, footballers did it, and mm, it was like a big thing. David Beckham was one of yeah. the first to do. I remember yeah. that. I did it because like Eminem, but I didn't. Eminem, I, I didn't go full. I didn't go full Slim Shady. I yeah. went went for the streaks. So they they like put nice. they put the like smelly peroxide stuff over your head. Yeah, and then they just like. Pop, pop! Oh no, they put cling film over That's your head. That's right, and they pop it through the hole. And they pop it yeah, through the hole, yeah. and it was like, I good. Thought, I thought I was so cool. <laughs> I bet you were. Yeah, man. That yeah, yeah. No, 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 big time. Like yeah. I, I think, like the the band that I ended up start are like being a part of. Um, we met at a football course, like you know, when you're like thirteen or fourteen, yeah, yeah. and we just sort of like met. We were all getting our hair streaked at the same time. <laughs> we were like talking about like how much we loved like Papa Roach and wow, Limp Biscuit. Remember those? Oh, oh. Man. Yeah, you know, like at the, Biscuit. The, the, I think when you are like a music fan, you have to look back at some of the stuff you listened to as a teenager and cringe. Yeah, a lot. They, they, but they were they were doing a thing though, you know. It was like it was a scene, it was, like, it was a scene and it was a tribe, and it was like, you know, it was rebellious in it. You know, when looking back now, if you think about it, right? Like, so it was a perfect age because there was nothing happening in the UK at that time. Yeah. Britpop was over, yeah, and um, the sort of like indie boom was about three or four years off. Of course. So it's like you've got. Well, it's, what you were talking like late. We got Bar and Wasteland between '98 and about 2002, 2003. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because even like the strokes, strokes took a while to come over here. You guys started about like well, you guys kicked off about 2004. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So just after the boom. Do you know it's a weird thing? Like when you guys started, um, I was doing my AS levels, which is the sixth year, which is the one before you leave. Okay. And uh, there was a guy going right. We had to go to all the universities to try and pick what what university we wanted to go. Yeah. Two of the universities we went to, they were giving away um, Kasabian posters, like the front, the front, and this is in Northern Ireland as oh, well. That's good. So, like the the front cover of the debut album. Yeah. When you went up to the university, like they'd hand you that. So then, when you went down to the round to anybody's house back in Oma. All the lads of 16, 17 year old had had your album poster. So like half the people knew who you were at just that stage. Those, half yeah. the people just thought it was like a real bonkers looking image and stuck it up on their wall. I mean, that's uh, where are those people like labels used to be really clever. That's actually a really good idea, isn't it? Yeah, especially then to do it at that specific time where where you do go home and you've got a dorm, you got your walls are bare. And you, that's good. That's smart. I'm, that's really. I think it appealed to like taking that back off myself. Yeah, big time. <laughs> <laughs> I think it like that image appealed to people in Northern Ireland as well because it sure. kind of had a sort of yeah. like semi sort of like balaclava look to it. Oh no, it was that? Uh, it was dangerous. Like it was an intense image that came from. Um, you know, I've been 
my wife's since we were like 15. So she, we, I was sifting through this like old, um, I had a book, it's like uh, like Russian pro- propaganda. And because uh, we, we kind of wanted something, we sort of, we were fascinated with sort of like this like propaganda and ultras and this kind of like, you know, these sort of iconography from that sort of, you know, like symbolism, this power. And, yeah. this, and we found this like uh, Russian cartoon it's way more cartoony than the original, but it but it just had a and it sort of had a, like a balaclava on. I think it was like like an early sort of like socialist fighter or something. So she drew that, and then we took it into the label and said, "Look, this is what we want as the logo, uh-huh. the man." And then it kind of got to, like a graphics team took it and simplified it, but it was kind of that's where it came from. Just this, I, I think the best images always come from the bands. Yeah, always. The, yeah. Always comes from the bands themselves. Totally. Yeah, like they like they know what they want to sound like they know what the aesthetic is yeah. like you know I've yeah, worked, yeah. With, worked with bands from like my label side of things and I've seen bands from the radio side of things and they've got like everything handed to them and you're just like no 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 yeah, that's yeah. not how it is you can smell it can't you big you time like it. even yeah. like bands like the Stone Roses would go around spray painting their names yeah. all over like Manchester, Manchester and yeah. stuff like that yeah. yeah like that that to me is like way cooler than yeah yeah, yeah. We used to do, I mean, that was... Jeff funny. and Kensington, going, <laughs> oh, yeah. this is what you should do. Like trying algorithms and trying to, you know, it's like... <laughs> we were like, yeah, I mean, we used to bomb around in a metro and stencil, stencil that guy, that, the the figure, you know, in, in, in Leicester. Yeah. Just on shopping centres and <laughs> bus shelters and stuff. I wonder, like, what the sort of, like, I uh, wonder, can you still get done for that? Like, Probably, yeah. yeah probably from... now. I mean, there's probably more cameras on, there's more eyes on the city now than you've ever seen. So. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, they had the, the sort of new Kasabian coming up and doing that. Like, they'll never no, get their second no, album because it'll all be in the clink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, we're going to start with a demo. Um, like, uh, uh, I love hearing bands first, not first demos, but like just demos of, of, of big songs. Yeah. Because you get a real it's idea. Funny. It's funny, this one, because I've not... So this is on. This was on my original computer, the Cubase computer, uh, which I would have had probably sort of night, maybe sort of maybe early two thousands. So with the first album was recorded on this computer, um, and I, for whatever reason, I can't remember why I, I started Fire, which we're going to listen to on this old computer. Now I'd. Moved to sort of like Pro Tools, getting a bit techie now, but I was, you know, my studio at home. Your checks come true at this point. It, exactly. Like, right, and I'm I had, a, I had a bit, I've had, I had some spare cash and it was like, I, I was still, um, it was still a bedroom studio though. And for, I, I, maybe I was just going, I wonder what, what, like opening an old computer and go, oh, I should write on that again. Cause that, that, there was some magic on yeah, that. Yeah. You know? So, so it was, it was done on there and I, yeah, so, so I had to, open up this computer it's not been you know it's mad when you see old graphics old computers with like the windows like Fucking 98 hell, man. yeah like, windows 98 just goes, yeah exactly <laughs> and everything's like you just go wow that looks old ancient and it's like yeah. click like all the like, all the pop-up menus look bad and it's just like and it virus check before you're doing it like, everything takes forever like, Fuck, this looks so old and then it it sort of opened and then press play and it's like oh man this is yeah and it, it's funny because you can so what's really interesting you can get a real sense of my process and almost like you can you know where it's going to end up it's like wow that's you've you you can see me feeling around the dark almost you know what i mean yeah and i like I, i've i listened to it before i normally i don't but i was just i was too yeah. i was too nosy yeah. and i listened to it on the train on the way here and i was like wow 
it's like that bit's the same. Oh, that bit's completely different. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. that bit's really good, but they've all, the producer or somebody in the band's gone. You better write a better riff for that. Yeah, bit. yeah. <laughs> that's funny because yeah, the, the 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 big riff that was like a placeholder. There's a couple of notes that are similar, but I that was a complete and utter because I um you know we went in the studio because I just do these home demos and we went in the studio and and I just literally played that riff. As it was, I just said, just play the track, and I'm just gonna do something. Yeah, and I did the riff, and it's like I, you know, I don't know how, why, and it that riff's like obviously become what it's become, but it's like man, that I didn't think it was just. It, it, I just quickly did it now. Yeah, go, you know, and I just went. Oh, I'll just, just make some bottled the lightning. Just make something up I'm, as it passed. You know? I'm gonna hit play on it now, and yeah, like you, you, even like the the, the massive Sabian fans are gonna, and even the people who like are just listening to this podcast are just gonna, you know, gonna know instantly when that bit hits. So right, we're yeah. gonna play this now, and we're gonna keep keep quiet and buy on its reverence for two minutes and forty nine. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Yes, mad. This all stayed on this first bit because I tried to record it again, and it's like, no, nah, that guitar is just so battered. And horrible. <laughs> Synth is from the first record. It's like a specific you can, synth you on can it. Tell. Yeah. Is that like modulated? Do you play that or like? Do you know what? That's literally just drawn in. Huh? Just drawn in randomly. Oh, is and it? And I just get stoned, <laughs> have it loop, yeah. and just delete, keep moving keep stuff bits, around, and then go out that bit, and then yeah. And in the end, you go okay. After you know, after an hour, you can get something. Insane. Yeah, I think a lot of. A lot of bands around that time to try to emulate you just yeah. through that. <laughs> no, it's weird. You're right. It's like a yeah. There's there's a there's there's a there's like a certain head that knows. It's all about taste, all of it, really. Mm. It's like knowing what notes. You you gotta have a. You always know. Oh, sorry, sorry. You're right. That was the Kasabian demo of Fire. Uh, like, what 
what year did that like did you make that was that like part of the first album session second album session I know it came out on the third yeah so when did that album come out 2010 or 2009 09 I came out in 09 so yeah I did that um, that was probably like 08 but it was gonna we needed a B-side when you still did B-sides and we needed a B-side so I that was kind of gonna be the B-side and then we went in the studio and then it turned no, 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 no. <laughs> it turned into something else pretty quickly. Yeah. As soon as as soon as a beat went down, as soon as I had that riff, and I was like, oh, you know what? There's there's, there's something there's something magic. There's something about this that has combined a lot of um uh it's it's got that that special I don't know what whatever that is. Th- that's th- that's all you that right like that demo. Mm. That, yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah. That's you. Yeah, getting a little bit of peace and quiet in your house. Yeah, just sit, sitting right. How did the, the the rest of the lads feel when you when you brought that into practice? I mean, as you can, they're used to it now because a lot the, it always starts a little bit skewed and a bit a bit mad, and the structures are always insane. I was trying to, I always go right, try and be as creative and as be as kind of loose with it all, and then bring it back. Um, but but. I don't think anyone really knew that it was going to be what it was going to yeah, be. Yeah. But I think, you know, it it, it just, I don't know, it just, it, I always heard, like, what I liked is having that sort of Elvis, cause I, you know, I do that, like, oh, I mean, like, I mean that's proper, you know. And, and there's there's a playfulness in that. And then it kicks to, like, a like a riff, and then it's got the hook on the end of it. And in my head, I was like, yeah, there's there's something... There's something like we we've got it, um, and then when it starts to come together, is this you know, your suspicious minds? I think so, yeah, I think so, yeah, 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 I, yeah, and and that sort of like house, like that the 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 sequency bit, you know, I've always you you know you can hear in all the work, it's like there's. Those synth breakdowns and those like sort of house moments. Yeah, they're, they're like I, I was saying to you, like off mic, that they're impossible to replicate. Like, because I think my band was about, we were just kicking off really about that time. So mm. we were massively inspired by like the riffs that you guys had in yeah. in, in Kasabian. And uh, we had our we had our like riff, and we were like, yeah, this is sick. Yeah. And we were like, right, we need to break down, and we'd be sitting there as like none of us could play synth, yeah. or or like none of us like listen to dance music yeah, at that stage. And we were like, oh. Fuck! This sounds really dreadful. <laughs> it's funny because, like, it's funny when bands get synths. I always, you can always hear, like, in the studio. It's like we need to do something new, new and cool, different. Oh, we'll get the synths out, and you go, you know, like, you just have to, ha- you know, there's, there's, uh, you just, like, you have to have a background in it. In t- well, you don't, but what I mean is, like, there's certain moves and certain sounds, and. You've got you know I've done a lot of research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. I spent time digging through numerous million electronics. Are you like a Moog man? Like a yeah, you like, want, like what? The thing, the thing about synth guys is the synth guys are genuinely really nerdy. I know. I mean, I I think yeah, I am actually yeah. I, I you know I, I it's great because all the synths I bought. They're now worth like five times as much. They're like they're like the best investment I've ever made. I mean, I've never get rid of them, and I don't give a shit about any of that. But it's funny, like you know, I've collected them, and now like they're really hard to get hold of. Yeah, but that that particular one is just a plugin from Cubase, and I use that 
throughout. Uh, that's my go-to sound. Uh. So if I was going back to the start, what was the first guitar that you played? Like, when did you get it? And what was the first thing you learned on it? Well, I... Because I started, like, for me, like, my first music instrument was, like, an Akai sampler and, a, and an Atari. That's kind of where I started. Yeah. So production, that was kind of where I started. And then... So what sort of stuff were you, like, sampling? Was that, like, hip-hop and dance? Yeah, music? yeah, yeah. Because I was, like, a rave kid, like, hardcore. Yeah. That was my, like, that was my first, that was my awakening, like, um, you know, Top Boz and DJSS and uh-huh. that. I was like East Midlands back then. 808 State like, and stuff like that. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. KLF and like, I was a rave kid. Um, and, th- and then sort of when the Britpop explosion happened, I was kind of the prime age, like 14. So I sort of had this background of, of sort of, of hardcore drum and bass. And then this, like I was sort of hitting like school... And then this this explosion happened, and then obviously Oasis happened, and that was that's when I bought a uh, a guitar and a, and a chord book. Yeah, and like just learned that. No Gallagher made it acceptable for 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 young men to play guitar. Yes, no, absolutely. Because before absolutely. before No Gallagher, if you had a guitar. Everybody saw you yeah. as like a little bit of a like. I, I'm speaking from experience. Like Absolutely. this is an awful way that people would have seen you, but they would have seen you as a little bit of a bad weather. Oh, hundred percent. It would have been you know playing oh, your just like your little folk song. Yeah, stuff. yeah, no, and he, totally. He's this gruff dude. Yeah, no, who, who no, sat exactly. in a, Sat in a car park. Like, uh, what was he? Like, wrote loads of songs and like this little. He was the guy that let people into the car park and he wrote all this like songs in a hut or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, he's one of us. He's like, he likes football. No, exactly. No, it's true because I was like. Like I, like when the grunge thing was happening, because I was so into my my hardcore. Uh, it's weird calling it that. I don't ever think of it that, but it, it but that's what it was called. Like I was like it, that was so on the opposite scale, which now it's funny because I've gone back like like you know Nirvana's prob you know up there for me. Yeah, yeah. But totally. at the time, I was like, man, if it's not got like an if it's not got like a, a, a little rolling nine oh nine on it and, a, and a, you know what I mean yeah, or, or, like or a, yeah then it's like it's not for me uh, so then like so I missed the grunting and then this the Britpop explosion happened and that's when I got a guitar and a chord book and then locked myself away no, no lessons and such just just like literally learnt Oasis songs and Beatles songs Yahoo songs yeah but I see Oasis were like the doorway it's like they opened that's when I really got into because you know that's when I found the Beatles and then Stones and then you just go on this journey then and then you hear oh the the, the, the doors and then you hear then you get in even deeper it's, and you get into can and you get into you know you know what I mean you sort of go in craft work and you're, you're like right, God exactly. where am I yeah totally. where did I start I know and you and then you start digging for records <laughs> like there's a little archway under the railway station and you know then we start digging for breaks and that was a that was a you know that that. That was a like we used to go every Sunday. Now you can just get them online, which is great. But man, to get a break back in the day was so hard. That's the that's the drum and bass man in you, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, man, and the hip hop. It's like to get that break was impossible. Well, that that's like I think what, probably why a lot of people latched onto Kasabian in the, the at the beginning, like the the people of my age who didn't experience Primal Scream the first time round, or people who of my age who just like guitar music were mm. were finding this like quasi sort of like half euphoric dance music yeah. half guitar music and you're just like this is this is great yeah yeah i don't know, totally. I don't know how i feel like you yeah, like yeah. it was the awakening that you had 
to dance music and to Oasis and stuff you've kind of put together and given to a whole new generation. Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was always the thing. I mean, they operated on such a massive level as well, Oasis. And the, the parallels was of, like, we, it was about connecting for us. That's kind of, we wanted to bring people together because that background of the rave culture and then, you know, this huge, like, Nebworth things at Oasis. Yeah. It was, it was about, a community and a unity and a, about bringing as many people from everywhere together mm-hmm. so that's like and we wanted to we needed the soundtrack of that with the music for that and it and it's like that's how we that's how we get there it's like we can and not just sound like a band because that wasn't exciting at all yeah no and and and, and nor did it like uh, uh when i Used to read Enemy flat out. I used <laughs> yes. to read Enemy flat out Same around that time every single week. Yeah, man. And I remember, like, when I was just, I was sitting down to think, and I was like thinking back to myself at that age. Mm. When, and I just remember being really um, intrigued by this farmhouse that they kept writing yeah. about. And yeah. I, I, like, I had this like idea of like this farmhouse that was just like a constant. Re- when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Brave that people were creating music in. And like, I've, I've never like spoke to any of you about it, but yeah, yeah. this farmhouse that you're making music in it, explain it to me because uh, 2004 me wants to know. It was really special because we, when we got signed, um, I, don't, I don't, we weren't, we were clever. Um, we weren't, but we were in, in t- like we said, well, we need, we should live together and we should just, con- we should constantly be creating something, whether it's, you know, artwork or photos, just like, like really getting that old sort of, st- uh, Andy Warhol ex- sort of loop. Exactly. Like live uh, it. Velvet underground vibe going just on. Live this, live this, live it together. And like, we went to a party in this farmhouse, uh, a friend of a friend, and was looking around going, man, well, this could be the perfect place. And then we spoke to the farmer and he was desperate for like company because he like, just lives on a farm. He's harvesting. <laughs> and he's like, he was like desperate. Yeah. He you know, had a sister, but she was university. Like, he was desperate. 
So he's like, right, we'll, we'll, we'll take like three rooms off you. You know, and he gave it ridiculous cheap. So we're going to, we'll use the old dairy, we'll put, we'll put the band in there and then we'll have upstairs as a studio so we can just make the album there on this farm. And yeah, I mean, it was, it was the best, best time ever because we were literally in Rutland's beautiful and we were just, you know, 23, just... Doesn't sound like an agricultural album, does it? Oh, man, it was... Like, <laughs> but that's the thing, like, we... Were you drinking, like, unpasteurised milk while you guys were, like, doing it? No, we were just smoking dope all day, constantly, and eating cheese toasties and super noodles. And that farmer probably should have opened up a tuck shop. Man, he should have, man. <laughs> the, the, the local tuck, I mean, they've never never seen lads just keep coming in every like three hours going, you're more crisps, man, we need more crisps. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was, it was. and then on a Friday we'd have a, usually we'd have a party uh, and then after the gigs we'd go, we'd travel back. We couldn't afford hotels so we'd just go back and we'd just carry on. So it became, like it, be, it, it, it really did, like, not that it was a cult but it did feel we were like living that well we we become fascinated by that period of time you didn't quite have that like um, you know the early 90s you'd phone up a number and you'd drive off the M5 and you'd like end up in a field somewhere but you kind of had your own moment of that yeah yeah no absolutely it was yeah it was uh, it was the looking back it was the it was was the best of times really was there as much ecstasy in in those parties as it it seemed like there was when, when, when you were sort of reading about it yeah 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 yeah, I mean, we only thought it'd last an album, so it was, um, you know, it was. We didn't, uh, yeah, we we just thought, well, this, let's, this, we got to look back. We cannot leave anything out there, you know. It was like everything. We we genuinely didn't have a plan. It was like let's just get to the end. Let's put an album out, and if just seen it as CD made, man, that's all we wanted. Does, does that make it all the more surprising that you're like still? Like you know, what is it? Six albums in now? Yeah, yeah, six. Yeah. yeah. Now I, I can't, I can't quite believe. Yeah, but you just get on with it. I mean, it, each it's just normal. It's life. Yeah, now you've probably you've probably life. been doing this longer. Yeah. Now than you have yeah. than you yeah. weren't before. Exactly. Does that mean that like you you can see like when you go and play big shows because like I know you, like all the shows you do are absolutely huge, but I'm sure you've done absolutely massive. I like I don't even know, but I would I'm betting a tanner that you've supported the Rolling Stones at some point. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, can you see yourself doing that? At that, at, at, like, can you see that like can carrying on yeah. like that? I mean, I think so. Like, I, I mean, I, I don't. As long as like it was worth, like. For always for for me and for the for the rest of the boys, yeah, it has there has to be like a, a re like if it was to sell sell t shirts or if it was because you know one of us needed a conservatory or something, you know what I mean? Then like you can, then it's not it's yeah. just not 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 for me. But I think if I I mean I'm I sort of I'm I like ideas are what keeps me going and 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 Creative work. Paper. Yeah, it's the yeah. like I love I ha- like if I've not done if not made something. In a day, I feel like I, I feel I've not done. You know, I have to. Whether it's a drawing, You've got that or, artistic itch. Yeah, yeah. So that can be dangerous. That can be a really, really good really, thing, and yeah. it can be really dangerous it, as well. I know how much I, I do. I, my wife said in by <laughs> I switch off quite. Uh, yeah, I, I can be terrible at that. It's really consumed by it, you know. But but you know, 
it's it, I, I have I have to just at the end of the day I have to you gotta go. do something yeah yeah exactly you're you're probably like one of these people who's absolutely awful to go on holidays with can like, be, like yeah. s- sitting there in the pool oh, and then you're like that, oh that's a, that's an idea don't say that oh that's a good idea fucking I'm that guy I man. do that as well idiot I, I, <laughs> I set up a record label um a couple of years ago and wow. it was like the first holiday I'd taken in, in about. It was the first big holiday I'd ever taken because I was always skint before I went to Radio 1. Yeah. So I actually had a bit of dough in my pocket for the first time. Amazing. So me and my missus went to Thailand and I was there like two days and I was on the phone trying to sign this band back in London. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just like, I can't sit still. How is how That's a lot of work. Of your own label, yeah, like it's absolute bollock, but like a, it's a dream, though, right? Yeah, I, I like it, but like I, I do other things as well. Like I just with my label, I concentrate on like two artists max, amazing, and then that's it. And there's no us. We're not trying to like be the next XL or mm-hmm. Domino. We just want to do what, what makes us happy and treat artists with yeah, respect. But you know what? That's pro- that's exactly how XL started. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe we've got the next Adele in our books, yeah, exactly. and we don't we you don't even know. know it yet. Exactly. So when young Serge w- w- walked into the careers office in um, in your your school, yeah, um, what did they tell you? I mean, the same old story. I mean, you know, the where were you going? Been, just in a local school around the corner from where we live. We 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 so we grew up in a place called Cowsthorpe, and Tom in Blaby and Dibs in Blaby, which is like. What like two five minutes away? Yeah, and it's the low score. But you know, it's the one. What do you want to be? You know, if I can't be in a band, then I want to be a footballer. And like, yeah, right, mate. <laughs> yeah, the printer. Have you thought about a printer? It's like yeah, okay, man, whatever. A printer. Yeah, that's like a lot of people go into the, the printing game in Leicester. In Leicester, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. The printer's not the one of the ones I've heard that's before. High man, it's a high. You know, it's, you can. You never know. You could be Leicester's number nine, or you could be. Printing the number nine onto the yeah, back, onto the back much, of the jersey. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just, I didn't have any like, I didn't like. I just knew it was going to happen. I knew it's some. I knew we'd. Did you know it was going to happen for music, or did you know that something was going to happen? Because you're a pretty tasty footballer as yeah, well. Like was, I've, I've watched you on soccer yeah, before. It's pretty good, but no, I just like. I don't know. I think. Like for all the madness of Britpop and for all the the um, excess. It definitely made kids believe that anything was possible, that you could, that it wasn't a mad concept to to, to start a band with your mates and then go and travel the world. Yeah, and I think that 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 energy was massive for us, and it, I think it, you know, it really had an impact. So you did, you know, you would swagger. I'd swagger into the thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'd be like, in your, yeah. in your full, full parka. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you yeah. know, like I had like a. <coughs> Uh, you know, like a, a, a like a fucking rave T-shirt with an E Superman symbol and an E replacing the S, you know, and and and, and desert boots on. And I was like, no, nah, man, like that. I'm, you know, we're going and yeah. you're telling everyone we're going. But like, it's it's crazy because now looking back, how hard it is. And not only that, the little pieces of luck. You need to be good, but you do need those little bits of you luck. Need that, Timing. Yeah. There's so many elements. Like the, the the fucking hole is so small, and it's like 
So like to have that confidence to think it was going to happen is stupid because. But I think that works. Like it I, does, I, I, think. I, I genuinely think if you like, I'm not one of these people who goes if you put it out into the universe, no, it'll happen, right? Because no. like a lot of no. it seems like a very millennial thing where people go, if I say it, it will happen. Oh, and, like you can say it, right? And and yes. it will happen. But you also have to put in a fucking like ton and years totally. and years of work. And you only ever hear the people that have said it, they've done it. <laughs> That get to talk about it on stations like this because yeah no I always knew I was yeah, like, yeah. I'd put it on the internet. When you hear like, Conor McGregor about talking the, about it, hundred million people that also said the same thing. There was there was you know ten of the bands in my school that would have said this would have had the same attitude as yeah. I did in that in that careers office. You know, but it's like that not like they were living, breathing, and doing every single mo- moment of it. No, I mean I think they. Um, I think the one thing that binds anyone I've met. Like whether it be an artist or a sportsman, any, any kind of you know, on that level, it's the the thing that binds is the hard work. Like we'd rehearse three times a week, and it was you cut you couldn't miss. I mean, I was I was like, no one's miss, you know. And if you did, you, then you yeah, you were getting you, you were you were it was a, you know it was a serious thing. We were like, no no no, you had to put that them hours in. Yeah, and it's I've never checked that. That's like I can't you know. But luckily for me, I love what I do, so it does not work. But you know, I, I'll get up early than anyone else and I'll stay out, I'll stay up later than anyone else to get the job done, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but I think you, you need you need that. Massively. You, like, I think with it, with every project, you need somebody that's going to yeah. lead it. Like, I, Absolutely. Like, I'm, like, my best friend who I used to play in the band with, we do some work together on different stuff outside of it now and we figured it out now, our relationship. When, yeah. it's, when he's working on my thing, it's my thing. Yeah. He's like, you know, you're there, I'm up here. Yeah. When I'm working on his thing, I'm sitting minding my P's and Q's <laughs> yeah, and I'll be yeah. like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't think you totally. can have too many creative uh, inputs into a project. Yeah. Is that, like, I want to get to the, the SLF stuff, or yeah, the, yes. um, the SLP stuff yeah, after yeah. Uh, yes, a, a little bit because like, I feel like it's the perfect place to take it on. But we're missing out a lot of discography yes, <laughs> in there. Um, what was the like first fuck me moment? In in the band because obviously it like kicked off fast and hard for you yeah, guys. There was no man. like let's release six EPs and yeah. two albums and no, then hope true, for actually. the best. It was like yeah, it went it went pretty quick. I mean, I suppose the gas like it. We released uh, Clubfoot and uh, I mean comedy humor's kind of at the center of. I sort of must mention that because you know when I like now think about it and and. You kind of get a chance to look back at what you're your doing first work. single was called Clubfoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I mean. <laughs> do, and like, do, do you know what I mean? There's loads of there's loads like there's so many like at every point. If it's not, it has to make us laugh, or there has to be some <laughs> surprise, or there has to be an element of weirdness about it, or surrealness. Or I remember like the Vlad the Impaler video. That's what I mean. That was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, Vlad. It's called a track, Vlad the Impaler. I mean, it's all. It's sort of like the, the, it's, it was like it's like, like an Iron Maiden track, <laughs> isn't mean. it? Uh, so, and it has, you know, I have to be, I have to, uh, I have to. It's core. It has to make me laugh. I, I just, I, I cling to that. Um, so we released that, and then we played Glastonbury first on on this Friday morning. Uh, you know, and such not it's not a Kasabian slot, is Friday it? Like, morning, like eleven o'clock, eleven o'clock on. in the morning. You guys probably hadn't slept. <laughs> no, we didn't. We straight through, and but 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 oh, but peering through the curtain, and it was there was twenty odd thousand there, and that was a fuck me. This is like if people turned up at this time to see this, then we are definitely 
connect like what the aim was to connect and we are deaf something's happening See, at most festivals like you know, Glastonbury isn't most festivals the 11 o'clock in the morning mm. on the Friday at the, the stage would be like yoga or, yes. it'd, be, or it'd be like you know yeah, was, like a children's like, like no, entertainer yeah <laughs> true. so for 20,000 people to show up on the very first day yeah. of the first uh, the first proper day of the festival I know. crazy and I can't remember if tea in the pot was before or after but we was it's, a, it's after it's after July, so yeah. it's a similar slot we were first on and it was raining and we started this they'd not opened the, it was that early they'd not opened the festival yet and as they did we were playing on the bottom of a hill and people were running down the hill and sliding down <laughs> into the barriers and it, it just people kept coming and we were looking at it and you're going what's going on this is mad yeah like, this is really happening And because like, you don't know it's connecting the, the way it, no. it does because like I'm, I'm sure like you're not seeing how many albums you're selling or no, stuff not, like that no you can now you can really get a sense uh, yeah, I mean you can see doing. as people are buying <laughs> no, yeah, and, you know, exactly yeah. <laughs> but like they, I think I mean not, nothing gives you an indicator of success in a load of like drunk Scottish teenagers oh, sliding down a hill to come see yeah honestly it was mad it was like that, you know that one where they throw the cheese down the hill and the chase oh yeah, yeah like the, the, the cheese it's like that man <laughs> Like someone's getting hurt. <laughs> Do you have any like mad things like that? Because every like little bit of the country has its own like mad tradition. That's, I think stuff. that's a Leicester. Thing. Is that a Leicester I'm thing? Sure. Oh no, no, it's not. No, no, it's Gloucester. It's Gloucester. It's Gloucester. Forgive me. Forgive me. That's the big we, red cheese. Yes, rolling the red cheese down. We the hill. do a thing where of two villages, and I think it's a beer like a, a beer barrel. Or some something like that. Are you get inside it. You know, no. You you, you basically <laughs> that whatever. So the, you've got to get the the beer barrel to your village, and it starts in the middle. But it's an absolute shit show. It's, oh my god! It's, it's like it's the most violent thing you've ever. It's seen. It's like just beating the so head like, of each other. It's like I think it's like kind of like an early rugby where you've got to get this <laughs> thing to your. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, man. People, it's 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 full on. And if you go in it, like if you're just watching it and taking photos, like you can all of a sudden it can come near, you know, and then just you got a scarp. There's so many um, more sports channels now than there ever has been. That like, should be on. Uh, we man. should get that on pay per view. It's, it's we'll, insane. We'll get Joe Rogan to it's, do the commenting. It's insane. <laughs> um, so like uh, Empire album two, uh, like uh, comes out, and I mean. I'm pretty sure most journalists and most uh, people in the media, because of the first album had done so well, were just sitting waiting, going, "Well, what, where's this going to go? Yeah. Is this a was this yeah, a one yeah. is this a one trick pony or the yeah. band, band is this band got out? Totally. I mean, we didn't. We we were so we were sort of so pissed at that point. Like we were just drunk. Uh, we went in the studio. We were sort of living, you know, like we were just twenty five and. You know, twenty five got money, got off, yeah, uh, and we just we were traveling the world. We were just we were, you know, ramshackle, crazy sort of like mess, and we was like didn't even think about the pressure or like, and we just because we'd been on this massive live thing, we thought well we'll just record it live. Didn't overthink it. Did it really quickly. Got because we had Empire and Shooter running the bag. Thought well that's quite interesting. Sort of got like a glam thing going on yeah and we just like let's just put it out and and carry on playing live and 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 that you're hearing back that's what it just feels like i mean you know i so think it was a good was, thing was it more of a case of just getting getting back on the road yeah probably yeah it but was, is, is it was. getting back on the road because you genuinely like 
love playing on the road or is it because you're all addicted to various different Everything, things and if you yeah. come off the road you're going to die yeah pretty much I mean it was it was just like we need to keep this going this is great and yeah and and we'd play these huge venues and it's like you know and I think if we did take take them a long time to think it we'd have probably overthought it and it just felt it's like oh you know what and we weren't we weren't really thinking straight I mean we weren't making business plans we weren't it was you know it was it was a mad little. You can't imagine there being like a spreadsheet in the middle of the bus going, "This is no. and uh, this is what we'll be doing." Yes, Q one, no, no, Q two. Totally. That comes later, but like that comes later. Um, yeah, when you're like going, "Oh fucking hell!" Like we've oh, sold no. the X Men yeah, albums. No. Um, but at what, at what point when you're in like a successful band, like like you are, that it becomes de rigueur that it's just like you've played so many big gigs that it's just another show, or does that ever happen? I don't know. Uh, I've never got to that yeah, point. Yeah, no, it... I, yeah. Like, you know the, 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 the old few. Simpsons thing where they yeah, look at the back of the guitar? Hello! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cincinnati! Uh, I de- yeah. Like, yeah, it definitely... You definitely get used to it. You definitely get used to it. And then every now and again, a huge gig will remind you of that feeling of just going, fucking hell, this is too big. I can't even get my head around this. Mm. But yeah, you definitely... I think, you, you know, l- luckily... It, obviously, it was quite quick, but it did build. Like we, we got a chance to learn. I mean, we played so many shows before we got signed, and during that first album, that we got to, we figured out the live thing. Yeah. It's all about just finding out what it is that you do, and then appreciating that crowds need entertaining. However, you get there, you know, some bands will, um, you know, approach it their own way. As long as it's them, as long as you feel like you're getting them, uh-huh. then it's then it's beautiful. I've always like um, with with all bands um, and all artists. I always sort of like dip in and out a little bit cause, because I'm always like chasing new bits and pieces mm, he- here and there. It's just in my nature. Um, and I remember when you played Radio One's Big Weekend, and when you played Glastonbury around the same time. Yeah, I, like I think I hadn't I hadn't seen you play live in an awful long time by that stage, and I sat down. And I was watching and I was like, fucking hell, yeah. <laughs> the, the absolute hit factory. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Because, like, I mean, the last, the worst thing you can do as a band at a festival when you're playing to people who aren't completely just paying to go and see you mm. is to play all the album tracks. Yeah. Uh, no, no, do, no. do you know what I mean? Like, when, you, totally. when you put on your own show, you can do, oh, do, do I, all you want. But when 100% you're, agree. When you're at the festivals. 100% agree. And I think it's you know it's about but it what genuinely was like a greatest hits it was ridiculous yeah, no, it was mad. it was a good one I think we played on before the Mon- Arctic Monkeys on now uh, but yeah I just find that like I, I agree I think there's a time and a place you know and I think there's something nice there's a celebration in the big tunes like and getting getting that many people you know in front of you like. I just, I, you know, I'm sort of, I'm okay with that. Just play the massive tune. What's the riff that they sing before you start playing? So, like, probably goes. I mean, LSF's probably the kind of one that that that, that tends to sort of just get, you know, the yeah. Stars. And and then obviously the fire one. That's that's good. Can you can you still play Clubfoot with gusto? After because like yeah, the thing is like it, it's been in the popular cult conscience yeah. for fifteen. Oh, man. years oh, yeah, and, and because like I watch so much football and it's it's this yeah. thing on Sky Sports yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like it's mad I mean uh, you sort of go through phases like you sort of fall back in love with yeah, yeah. You, you know 
there are times you, know, you have to give them it's a, a little jumper. Of, You're like, oh, oh yeah. Boy, you know and every now and again, you you get reminded of. But like you know, I think on that you know, I, I I'm definitely I'm sort of there for the I'm there for the crowd. You know, it's like you know, I'm not. I don't really feel like. Like we're going back to that huge, that, that, that the huge crowd thing. Like I'm there for them. I'm there to make sure they're having a good time. Yeah, man. Because you know exactly what it feels like to be in that muddy field. Well, that's the thing. I like. I I feel like I need to. Like I I want to be in there with everyone else. You know. And I think when you ha- like performance for me, I, like I want it. I want to feel like I want everyone to. Like I want to break down the barriers of like, hey man, I'm fucking, I'm caught, you know, all that shit. Like I don't yeah. want any of that. It's like, and I want to be in that mosh pit right now with you, <laughs> every single one of you, uh-huh. and I want us to go together. Like I'll count you down to the bit where we all go. I mean, that much. Like I, I... that's the you know. And I, when I started to f- tap into that world, you know, um, as a band, do you know what I mean? Because I think it's a, it's a nice little, like a nice little added thing that we've 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 developed over the years it's like man there's some specialness to that big time i want to move on to the slp oh nice yeah because like i'm i i'm i'm really enjoying it like oh, I'm, I'm thank you I, f- I feel like your uh your collabs are mad on point as well yeah, I know. <laughs> you got slow tie in there you got little sims in there i think there's two tracks out today right yeah uh, album, yes, the album yes. hasn't dropped yet. yeah not yet no no not till late august late august yeah. i'm not sure when we put this out but um yeah tell me about that because like this is this is like a whole different side like you're definitely switched on like uh, number one where, where are you picking up the slow tie where are you picking up little sims i mean I, I was um just i just wanted to collaborate was like a huge at the forefront and uh and then i like i love the idea of sort of like british artists and then young british artists that i consider to be at the forefront of like you know and, and, and well you pick you pick two of them amazing i know i know and i i like uh you know with sims i didn't even know she had an album out i just i knew i, I knew on on favorites that i needed sims has released like about 200 tracks at this stage know, like she's so, like a workhorse she's so good and then i, I went to see slow tie um in birmingham because I'd, I'd read a few bits about him. I like sort of Northampton and some, you know, I, 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 you know, yeah. it's my neck of the woods and I, and, and he blew me, he did make me, that gig, it, it made me feel like, well, we, we were sort of, and it's similar sort of, uh, you know, this rawness, this attitude, like this confidence. Um, he's a rock star. Abs- he's got, he's got, ro- he's got rock star mentality, punk yeah, rock mentality. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, he's he's just like a sweetest sweetest guy. Um, but I just didn't want to give him like a beat. I wanted to sort of like give him like this, <laughs> like cinematic, like Italian, uh, almost like, like it's like it's really powerful music. Mm-hmm. Just to see where he'd go with it, because I, you know, and I think he appreciated the freedom. Like, yeah, and and like, I was not expecting that. I mean, the whole album. I want every point the listener to go. I don't really understand what's happened now, you know. So it's like it, for him just to turn up in the middle, and and you know his delivery, and he's he's gone quite psych with it, which I've really appreciated. <laughs> yeah, I've listened to that kid. That kid can do absolutely anything. Mm. He can do he can do hip hop. He can do grime. He can do uh, special special artist like punk rock and loads of others. Um, is 
like can we say who else is on the on the record? Like this isn't going to be coming out till August. No, I mean, anyway. so they're the two that like that that was the I, I kind of I was really happy with you know. Yeah, and the then yeses. so the, the the rest of it is is you have you gone back to like the the room like to do this? Have you gone into like a swanky studio to do? No, it no, I always stay at home. I always stay at home. Like like as. The studio has changed after each record. I've got a little bit bigger and the equipment. I've a little bit more equipment. Um, but no, I always. It's not I, like you're up in the box room and your missus is like, "Your tea's ready." <laughs> Just no, thumping the roof with the, with the broom. I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's just you know just at home, uh, uh, but yeah. Now my boys come in and just fiddle with it's amazing. <laughs> they finish school and they just come in and just turn all the knobs and fire. How old so, How old are your lads? It's like eight, eight and six. Eight and six. So, so yeah. So, I'm, so they're like aware enough of what what's yeah, going on. Yeah, they're great, man. They're, they really are. I like I say the beginning that they have, like it's taken me this long to figure it out, and I'm like they're starting here. Like to them, you know. You know, just making an album is like that's what your dad does in in the studio in the garden. Like, yeah, but they, but everybody like? else's dad is a printer. Yeah, no, no, yeah, true. <laughs> do you know? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Exactly. Are, are they are they picking up like the the, yeah. the the sort of the music vibes from you? Yeah, yeah. Enyo is he's named after Morricone. Oh wow! Right, so okay. He's, he's picking it up. I see. I I think I'm the same as you. Like I've like five kids. They're gonna have wee Irish names. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Totally. I'm going to give them really like unpronounceable <laughs> Irish names with like all sorts of weird dots and yeah, faddies and stuff Love over, it. over the top of it. Love it. Are, are you educating them in the, the Italian way? Uh, yeah, my, my, my dad is, he, he's, he's, he's on him, he's on him heavily. <laughs> he's on him heavily. Uh, well, I can't wait for the, for the record to come Thanks, out. Thanks, man. Um, thank you so much for, for popping by. Oh, and it's been great. Doing our first ever one in this like brand new swanky yeah. studio. So, well, are you feeling so it? So already? Did you miss the, uh, uh well, there's, there's the grime there's, and there's, there's, book. I, I'll always miss the grime. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I know where I come from. I get illusions of grandeur every once in a while and then you go home and somebody just puts you back in your place. But yeah. that's, that's just being Irish, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming in with the demo. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I suppose what, like, so this is uh, the, 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 are you doing this project till the end of the year? Are you going to tour it? Yeah, yeah. So I've got some dates in September. Uh, I got, yeah. Uh, What's the, what, sort of, what, know, what, uh, in London and Birmingham. And play. I got uh, big shows, know, wee shows. Just, just tiny little theatres. And, and, and I'm going to, you know, I've got uh, just planning the live show now. I, Gonna experiment heavily with <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, so that's gonna be you know along with you know like, mirror the album in terms of like it's gonna be not you know what you expect. Uh, yeah. So can't wait for that. And does that mean like Casabian will be back like next year, the year after? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've started that. So I've got. Oh, you started a new album and yeah. you've got this one at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Fuck's sake! I know. <laughs> I I yeah, but it just happens when it you know it's like when it hits you. I'm catching fish, so no. Yeah. Amazing. Well, there's the album for the title. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, no. Serge, cheers, man. Thanks, man. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.